Milner. Can he tee up someone in red? And he goes towards Lundgren. Hello and welcome to episode 47 of Stoppage Time Soccer Show. How does that feel, Logan? We've done more stateside soccer shows now than we've done Stoppage Time, which was first. Kind of. I was going to say that I think because all those previews, man, I, I don't even know what episode it is anymore. <laughs> yeah. We'll be at 61 when we record tomorrow for stateside and we're at 47 for Stoppage. That's pretty crazy. Pretty insane. And yeah, with me today is Logan. Hi. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. And Matt is uh, currently, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Occupied. I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say like in, in, uh, incapacitated or what is it? Indisposed or. Yeah, indisposed I or. I don't know. We didn't kill him. He's just, uh, he's with his family right now. He's with his family right now, so. He's having a good time there, and uh, I'm having a good time here. How are you? <laughs> How are hey, you, Logan? <laughs> we are one day of work away from summertime happiness. It's uh, it's coming. So that the, once it hits, once the hours hit about noon tomorrow, I'll be done for the school year. So, like the hit show Game of Thrones says, summer is coming, right? Yes, yeah, summer is coming. <laughs> that's that's for you. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we're talking Champions League final, no, Chelsea versus City. I know Logan is probably on cloud nine. Absolutely. Canceled. Um, this was uh, this was a really good final, though. Honestly, this was uh, had a lot going on mm-hmm. uh, compared to some of these other finals, especially the last all English final, which was uh, Spurs versus <laughs> uh, Liverpool. Yeah. Well, this had a lot going on. City ended up with more possession, 60% to Chelsea's 40. But they only had a 0.45 expected goals to Chelsea's 1.45. Chelsea had more shots with eight to City's seven. Um, you know, City had better passes, better pass percentage. They even had more fouls conceded. Uh, they had more corners, which Chelsea only had the one corner. And Chelsea had three offsides, obviously, because Timo Werner was playing. Uh, then you, <laughs> I don't even know the actual stats of that. Though. I don't know how many he actually had. Um, but uh, seven shots for City, only one on target compared to Chelsea's two on target. One of them went into the back of the net. And that was scored by, uh, by Kai Havertz. So pretty good for Havertz, 42 minutes in right before the half to get in there. Tiago Silva had to come out early on in the game, 39th minute. 
Pulisic came in in the 66th minute, almost had the second goal of the game. That would have been awesome. But, uh, yeah, that's how it kind of finishes here is 1-0. And now that's three times that Chelsea has beaten City in the last six weeks. Uh, each time, Pep has tried a different lineup with different players in because I guess he thought that one didn't work, so I'm going to go with the next one. So he played with, like, two defensive midfielders, then one defensive midfielder, and then this time with no defensive midfielders. And uh, the common denominator, Conte. He just uh, keeps on trucking. He was fantastic in this game. Mm-hmm. And it finishes 1-0. Chelsea they had their second Champions League trophy. Uh, they're the only London team with one trophy, so they actually have two now, and they have, like, two Europa Leagues. So they're at... They're at um, I think they actually just surpassed Manchester United in total European trophies with seven and United have six, but United have three champions league uh, trophies um, compared to Chelsea's two. But Logan, what's your thoughts here on the game? Uh, You know, everybody was talking about this is going to be a team that can challenge for the quadruple and they end up with two. Hmm. Uh, is that successful for you this season? Or we kind of talked about it before the season started. I think I'm not sure where we landed. It was like last year during the Champions League, but you were kind of definitive that Pep needs to win a Champions League or be considered a failure, not this season, but just overall before he leaves. But what are your thoughts on on the performance? And uh, I mean, they didn't really look threatening. I. <sighs> So uh, people keep defending him, and, and I get defending him some. Um, to win that many Premier League titles, it, it's impressive. But when you're looking at the reason why the ownership group, why, why CFG brings Pep to City, it, it's you're, you're trying to win a Champions League final that you know Pellegrini had struggled to get to um, and, and win one, uh, and did so against Pep when Pep was at Bayern. Um, you're looking at a, a team and a guy that you thought that like bringing him here solidified at least one over the last, you know, five, six, seven years. I mean, it's just been, it feels like he's kind of been in this, like, I don't know. It, it, it's when he gets into these games, he tries to overthink. He thinks that tactically he's a genius. So I think that that's part of the issue. I think that, you know, and, I, and before the season, I said that if he doesn't win the Champions League, it's a failure. And I think it it, it does. It, it's a failure this year. It, it'll be continue to be a failure when he doesn't win them the next couple of years, maybe. I mean, we're at a point where how much longer can you keep going? Oh, well, he's a great manager. He's a legendary manager. He's a guy that should win a lot of Champions League um, finals and, and bring home a lot of cups. But when you, especially when you thought you would at least get a treble, and you come away with just two cups. Uh, that that that's where I start to go. Okay, they're they're kind of stuck in this spot where, you know, if another team comes along and challenges for the Premier League title, you're stuck with one championship of the Carabao, and that's one that you've won for the last couple of years. So, what really is success when you look at, you know, a Premier League that Liverpool was hurt, Chelsea sucked for a long time, and Man United. I don't think was as good as they were, but they got points because they beat up on some of these teams that were really struggling for a while. Um, and then you go out and put out this lineup that this lineup had never been used by him in a match it, to put KDB as a false nine 
almost as a strike. He played more striker too. It was it was really strange. He's not a goal scorer in that capacity to, to play in front. And when you do that, you mess up that whole midfield. And further it goes back, Gundogan, you mess up because he's trying to play in behind De Bruyne, who's used to creating, who, who that doesn't make any sense for. Um, Foden and, and Mares and all of them are kind of stuck back behind Sterling and Sterling plays and he hadn't been playing because he felt bad for him. I don't know. Um, he was moping around the locker room and they decided to play him. I have no idea. Um, and, and I hate the, I hate the city thing. I always joke with you guys. Cause I'm like, well, if city doesn't win, they'll just go by the world. Um, it becomes now it's like, okay, you can't do it. Like Pep, you can't do it with these players. How many more players are you going to try to bring in here? It was first the defenders. Like they've never had a solid defense. I think they've had like, I don't know, like a pairing of like 16 or something like that over the last couple of years. It's been insane. Um, they finally have that figured out, but then they go goal silent, which is not something that they had ever been. So to not play a striker all year, pretty much when you had healthy strikers and figure out strikers, or at least, you know, get in the market to buy one. I know they'll get one this year, this summer, because it was such a glaring, you know, problem, but um, give it, I mean, give credit to Tuchel. He seems to have city's number. Like it seems like he, he's the tactical genius. If you're looking at how do I play against a really, really good team? Well, I'll just stymie them and I'll play that three back, but I'll have those wing backs in there because I think that Chilwell, uh, the way that he was playing Chilwell and Reese James, he had them kind of suck back into a five, and City's really struggled with that. Like, if a team was going to beat City, United did it early on too. They, when you suck back into that five, then De Bruyne has to create, but because he was playing more of an advanced role, he just – he couldn't, and then when he got hurt, I mean, that was pretty much it. Once he got hurt, I was like, there's no way they'll create a goal now um, unless Foden can do something. So, I don't know. I'm long-winded, but uh, it's just so frustrating to do this every single year. We get closer and closer. I will give him that. But but this, I think, might have been one of the weaker teams that you could have ever faced in a final, and <laughs> and you can't figure out a Ben Chilwell, a Tiago Silva who's been, you know, Average at best. Mendy, who's been in and out of a lineup. Um, you can't stop a Kai Havertz, and that hasn't really panned out except as of late. Um, Timo even looked kind of threatening against them, and he's never looked threatening against anybody. So, it, overall, just really frustrated. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> Timo Werner hit. <laughs> actually had like a negative XG on that yeah. one shot that came towards him in the box because – he fluffed it and actually kicked it back towards his skull <laughs> yeah. instead of towards the goal in front because he missed it. It was the yeah. worst swing at a ball I've ever seen. Like he, it was, uh, I mean, if you haven't seen it, it go back. I think it was like 20 minutes in or something like that. Just completely whiffed on it. <laughs> it didn't even look good. It's like, God, that looked painful. Yeah, but it, it's, uh, you know, congratulations to Chelsea for beating yeah. City. I didn't think they'd be able to do it. A lot of people didn't think they would be able to do it. You know, beating Pep three times is tough. It's something that you don't think you're going to be able to do, especially in something like an FA Cup semifinal. Mm-hmm. Uh, a league game that would have, I think, clinched them the title mm-hmm. or very close to it, and also a uh, – a Champions League final. But I think this is where I read a stat that was like the last seven teams to debut in a Champions League final, like the last seven to get to their first final have lost all seven of those. Um, this would be eight now with City, I think. Uh, I, I think it's just the lack of experience. 
because even those players that you mentioned that you that you brought in, I don't think any or many of them have Champions League final. Experience. The only one that has had Champions League final is uh, Gundogan when he won it with Borussia Dortmund. Mm, they didn't win it though. They they got to or the no final. got to the final. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. He was the. But only I don't, one. I don't think any of them have ever made it to the final, other than maybe Gundogan and and. Definitely, I don't think any of them have won it no. um, with another team. No. And I think what Chelsea did nicely, too, with getting Thiago Silva is while he was a little older, and they are extending him, apparently, is that he had just tasted defeat in this as with PSG, and I think that may have spurred him on a bit as well. It's a shame he had to exit the game early. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Tuchel, who had just tasted defeat in that final literally like less than 12 months ago when he lost his PSG as well. Yeah. And then you have players like Aspilicueta that were there last time they won it, you know, um, that have helped <clears throat> to help get them there. He played well. I was, I really liked the way that he played just like, he's that silent leader that you need. And Chelsea, I mean, they got him for very cheap. I think they got him for mm-hmm. 10 million pounds when they got him. He's been good. Yeah, he's he's been great for them, and it's just um, I think just having a few key people that have had experience in those finals is what really helped Chelsea. And now you look at Pep, and he hasn't won one since he had Messi. And really, I think not winning one with Bayern Munich is mm-hmm. really telling. I I say that's worse than not winning it with City currently because that had those had teams those were players that had just ended. I think it was like. It was right after they won the treble in 2013, I mm-hmm. think, that he signed up. Yep. It was before it was official that they were going to win the treble. And it was yes. like, oh, no, we won the treble, and now we're getting Pep, and we have to let this other guy go because we already mm-hmm. signed the deal. And then Pep comes in and does not get them to even a final with Bayern Munich, with a team that had just won it and a team that was built. I mean, this is a team that – and then they got Lewandowski – Mm-hmm. from Dortmund after winning that final in 2013 and they Pep couldn't get them over the line. And I don't know why. Um, and they had uh, a couple of years, uh, I think it was 2015 or 16 when they met up with city and they just were so much better than city. Uh, they just, uh, <laughs> when they had Pep, Pep was like, uh, it probably was 2015 and 2014. Probably. Yeah. He was there oh, for like three yeah. years. I think. I think so. I think it was 2014 or 15, but he just, I mean, just destroyed city. Uh, there was no, I don't know. It just, it's weird. Like it, like you said, I, I saw an interesting thing. I think it was Brian Dunseth who does the RSL over here um, calls their games. He was talking about, um, he goes, when does the narrative change from Pep being a successful manager in Europe to successful manager in Europe meant having Messi, And that was the only time that he's mm-hmm. ever been real successful. Which I agree with. Like I agree with that as well. I think that that is valid. I, you have the best. You have the most money. You have the best team in Europe this and it year. Was the be- and it, and, it and was Messi important. was the best player in in history. Yes. Of course, you're going to win it a few times with right. him. And it was the best constructed team probably in history as well. That Barcelona team. I'm kind of sad Messi didn't come to City this year, but I, I did want to see. Like I just thought if he came, it was just City would have run away with it. And they would have won this. They could have, yeah. He but would have been indifferent. It shows, yeah. it shows just how like weak that they are. And then Barcelona, who knows, might be in the running again come this 
year coming up. And you know what? Honestly, I hope I, I really do. I wish that Barcelona would become good at least for Sergio because that was that was the worst part about it was that he had been so close and he's now lost in uh, Copa. He's lost in World Cup final and he's lost in the Champions League final. He's like the only player in history to ever have completed that task and never won one. I was like, that's nuts. Like, that's a horrible stat. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. Especially when he said, you know, like, he wasn't leaving until they win the Champions yeah. League. And one, he didn't even really play for long. Right. When did they bring him in? They brought him they in. They brought him in about 20 minutes left. 77th minute. Yeah. They gave him 13 minutes to find a goal. Mm-hmm. Which was another issue. At 45, I texted you. I said, put him in. Like, what, what's going to happen? Like, nothing would have... Nothing bad. Like you weren't. He wanted a worse. few people in. <laughs> I right. mean, that that's yeah. that's where it comes in. Where he didn't make any changes until the sixty some minute, I think. And you already knew at halftime it wasn't working. And the change so, was Jesus, so it was Jesus, it wasn't like. And, and then, then Fernandino, and then yeah. Aguero. And the Fernandinho thing, I think, just came because I don't think Fernandinho will be there next year. Mm. I think that was like. That would have been – he should have played him the whole match because I don't get why you don't play somebody. Like, that's somebody I would want even if he's not playing at his best, which he is playing really well right now. Like, why not have a captain like that? That's your captain. <laughs> yeah. And he's – you know, I know De Bruyne is really good, but I don't know. It's But, again, I thought Chelsea – there was a point, Jordan, where I like all the American fans, I loved it probably – Pulisic came so close to putting mm-hmm. the dagger into City. And at that point, I was like, okay, I think they're going to lose anyway. I thought it so was. I was it. almost just like, just stick it in us, Christian. Because like, he had a breakaway. Yeah. And I was like, you know, this sucks for Ederson me. Ederson played it well, though. Good. Ederson he did. came out and made himself big. It was and the only was, time he played well. Yeah. <laughs> he has the tendency to do this, though. At, like, for people that watch City, you know, in big games, he, like, he gets real frantic. I don't know what it is about it, but I, he does. I think it's the pressure. I think on it, I mean, you're never going to get to see it at City, I don't think, where Stefan, I think he saves that. I think he's, I don't know, he's just, that was just a horrible decision. And then he almost got it. He should have gotten red. He touches the ball outside of the box. Uh, luckily, they got a goal because they would have called red on him, I think. So, I don't know. The issue, the issue with Stefan at City is the fact that Ederson can put balls. Mm-hmm. 80 yards away on a dime. And that's why I think he'll probably always keep that job, even if he. Yeah. That's why Pep likes him. Has some issues with the actual position of goalkeeping. Um, I think this is, I think this is good for USA. I think Chelsea winning it was the bigger deal than if city had won it. I know a lot of people oh, yeah. are saying, Oh, this would be too American. It's guaranteed that American wins the champions league. I don't know if we could technically count Stefan. No. Technically, you can. He's part of the team. He played in a group stage, whatever. I mean, I know I tweeted out that Pulisic was the first one to win it. He wasn't. He was the first one to play in a final and win it because somebody else had won it on another team that uh, he only played in like one group stage game or two group stage games, never played in the final, never even dressed for it. So that one I don't think counts in the grand scheme of – our goal for America, right? The goal for America is to get players playing in these finals to taste that victory, taste the defeat, whatever it is, and use that to propel themselves playing in big games. And I think that 
if Stefan had won it, we would have been like, cool, yeah, Stefan gets a medal, whatever. Mm. But it wouldn't have been indicative of the USA at all. You know, like Pulisic helped Chelsea get through Real Madrid. You know, he had assists, he had had a goal. Um, He was instrumental to that. In this game, he had a chance to put it away. He also, I felt like, played well when with keeping the ball and making good passes. He didn't lose it a lot of the times like he sometimes does. So I thought he was really good in that regard as well. Um, and then, you know, he's after the game, he's wearing the USA jacket and he's... That was a cool moment. Yeah, it was cool. Like, and, just the fact <laughs> that his father had the whereabouts to be like, put that yeah, jacket on. Yeah, get the medal like, out of the way. Yeah. That's cool. Like... <laughs> I really like him. Yeah, so it's really cool. I, I hope that uh, – I, I think that is the bigger deal because we actually got to see him play in the final. That, I think, is a bigger deal. Like how he said, if people are home or watching and see that he can do it, that they can do it too. You don't get that with Stefan. Stefan's not coming out of that game unless Ederson was hurt. You know, and uh, that's unfortunately how it is as a goalkeeper. Like having an elite – I'd rather – it's a bigger deal too to have an elite – outfield player playing in the final than a goalkeeper i think too mm-hmm. because usa is already known for their goalkeepers that's true tim howard and yeah Kuzan i was gonna say if, like Friedel had and... tim made a final it wouldn't have been like oh he made a final. it'd been like yeah i mean it's tim howard he's the best goalkeeper in the world <laughs> right right exactly <laughs> so... was, like we were already known for that so th- being an attacking player playing in the final he was instrumental in the semis he helped get them to the champions league last year when he went on that tear in the premier mm-hmm. league I think this is all really good for Christian Bulzik and the USA national team. And now he's already at camp. He's already at the national team camp because they play on Thursday. He's the cap. For the um, Nations League. Or sorry, yeah. Nations, Nations League. League, yeah. Gold, Gold Cup, Cup July. July. So, yeah, should be should be good. Uh, are we good to move on from the, the final here? I, I don't think there's too much more to say. No, I, I, I want to – I think just before, like, I mean, applaud uh, Tuchel again because, like, that's just masterful what he does. Um, and I hope he starts to get thrown in there. Like, I think he's just been passed up. Like, the PSG thing was weird to me. Um, I think people really wanted to just doubt him coming to Chelsea. And this is this is a really good win, and they're only going to get a lot better this summer, I think, because I think Chelsea's back to where they feel like they can spend money again and, and really compete with City. It'd be good for Chelsea to get stability. Yeah. But stability doesn't really work for Chelsea. So I I assume that Tuchel lasts next year, and then he starts the following year, gets fired for some reason, another coach gets hired, and they make a run to some sort of final and either win it or lose it barely. Um, Tuchel's lucky, though, too. Uh, to be he honest, is. I, I would not be surprised if they would have fired him if he lost this and did not get top four. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. losing to Leicester in the FA Cup, if, if he would have lost top four to Leicester, and then if he would have lost this game, I, you know, say what you want. I'm not saying it's right, but mm-hmm. Roman Ab- Abrahamovich could easily pull that trigger. Yeah. <laughs> He's done it before. So that is uh, that is something, too. Uh, the manager carousel is in full swing here. Carlo Ancelotti is leaving hmm. Everton, and he's going back to Real Madrid. Uh, he left the club six years ago, and now he's back. He, you know, I think our friend Chris Smith from 
when we interviewed him on stateside, brought up an interesting point. He writes, you know, for Atlanta United stuff and, and other U.S. soccer stuff, but he's based overseas in England, and he's an Everton fan. I think we talked about with him. Uh, you know, Ancelotti was asked about the Super League stuff a few weeks ago, and he was very anti-Super League going in on it. And then now he joins the league, the, the, the team that is still the ringleader of it and is still not backing down from it. So a little hypocritical there. Uh, and to abandon the project of Everton, I know it kind of fell apart near the end of the year, but you signed up for it. Finish your project. I'm tired of these managers just jumping around without sticking anywhere. I'd be you okay know? with Pep leaving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but project it, it's just, it is a project that was successful with other silverware. Everton has yeah. not tasted any sort of success in the one year right. or one and a half years, however long it's been that Ancelotti has been there. It's it's just odd. Um, and then you're probably going to lose players like maybe James Rodriguez and other players that came and joined for Ancelotti might want out now. And now Everton's going to be back to square one. I can't. So why should I ever buy into yeah. the belief that like next time you sign a big manager, why should I buy in that they'll stick around? Yeah. I just can't believe that Everton just keeps getting absolutely pummeled <laughs> like you talk about a bad string of just i mean to be a toffees fan right now or raj bennett right? i know that's what i was thinking <laughs> i saw his tweet today it was just him like really close to the camera like you gotta be kidding me <laughs> i just like there's just those teams in every league and every sport that is just cursed until the day that they finally win one and when they do it'll be pandemonium but this team man they they start out. They were by far the best team in the Premier League for like the first what was it two months, three months? Yeah, um, just absolutely running course on people. I remember we were talking about like, does Everton really stand a shot at the four? And we were like, oh yeah, definitely. And now they're what they, they fell off like tenth or something. Like yeah, that. they were very low. It was tenth uh, or eleven. So just, uh, I just feel so bad for them. And I, I thought Carlo Ancelotti had actually is a really good manager and obviously why Real wants him. But, um, you know, it just kind of sucks that that had to happen the way that it does. Uh, but Spain's getting some intrigue now. I mean, there's some stuff starting to move back into Spain after a, kind of a lull year. So, Yeah, Zidane left Real Madrid. That opened up this Ancelotti position for him to go into. Um, we have, I don't know if Ronald Koeman is going to stay at – Barca or not, I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have uh, Diego Simeone is not leaving Atletico, so that'll be pretty straightforward. And then all the links that they have coming in. I mean, as far as all the guys being sold possibly this year, mm-hmm. there's a lot of them being linked to Real. Barcelona can, you know, the, I mean, Aguero's not really a big name anymore. Um, pretty decent still if he can stay healthy, but I don't. It's not the names that you're looking at. Like you're looking at downgrade like, though. Like to, to be like, you know what, Luis Suarez, you're too old. I'm gonna get rid of you, and then you bring in injury prone Aguero. It's kind of yeah. strange, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Well, I think especially, too, then, especially then, like Suarez goes on a run with Atletico yeah. and just tore it up. It's just weird. I just think I, I think Suarez is just really hard to, to manage. I, I can't imagine being him, like being his manager. He, I don't know. He just seems like a cancer everywhere he's been. He lasts about two years, and he is like world class talent. 
but nobody ever wants to hang on to him that long. They're like, eh. <laughs> they're like, man, this was fun, but uh, now's a good time to move on. But like you're talking about, like Sergio Ramos being linked to places, and I never thought he'd leave Real. I'm not sure he will. Um, but just like it's a weird like PK. Like you've got guys that are just kind of like the it's kind of changing over. Like you're having Barcelona guys switch over. Um, you have Halan constantly in the rumors, which I don't think he goes anywhere. But it looks like Spain. I mean, they're trying to become better, but who knows at this point? But all of them are broke, so I don't know how that all works. We have uh, some Italian manager news as well as they have dumped Pirlo over at Juventus, and they have uh, brought in supposedly Allegri. I don't think it's official, is it? It, it might be officially. They were teasing it with some yeah. sort of Minnesota picture that nobody understood for a long time. Um, it's like apparently he bet on a horse named Minnesota one time or whatever. Uh, so that was the deep cut hint that originally, like all of our Minnesota friends were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, are they going to be on a friendly with Minnesota?" No, it's just a hint somehow. Um. So, yeah, we got Allegri going back to Juve. We have Ancelotti going back to Real Madrid. There's rumors of Pochettino leaving uh, PSG to go back to Tottenham. What is going on? Why are we? Why is everybody saying, hmm, you know what worked before? We're going to go back to that. Or, like, is it something with COVID where they're... Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, they're they're so worried about profits and stuff. They're like, now it's not the time for a project. Let's go mm. back to what worked. What worked? I think it's that, and I think uh, actually I saw an interesting one today, and I was like, I wouldn't be shocked at all because I mean you can terminate contracts and stuff. I would. Pep said something along the lines of he because he's from Catalan, like he's from uh, right around the Barcelona, and he. Yeah. He said something like today where he goes, I can't wait to go back home for the summer because I'm having a really hard time leaving Spain now. And I'm like, if he went to Barcelona, wouldn't shock me at all, at all. Like, I could totally see him going back. Seems like the kind of stuff that he would do. And I never thought he'd stay this long at City. Um, So I think that, like, I think there's comfort in knowing, like, COVID, like, uh, it's like, okay, I don't really want to go look for a new manager maybe somebody promising. I mean, the only name that's really shifted around that I've caught attention to is um, maybe like a Steven or Steven Gerrard or like a, a Rooney or maybe like a kind of like a Rooney, Rooney uh, took the Derby County yeah. almost relegated. So, I mean, right. that's, but like, those are the names that you hear about moving. It's not like, I mean, Jose goes to Roma for God knows what reason. Um, the only team that take them <laughs> at this point, I tell you, MLS. Um, Jesse Marsh is the other one that, like, I think everybody's got tabs on, but that's, I mean, he's he just went like to filter. Yeah. yeah, he's just a filter system over there until he gets out of that system, which I do think eventually he does. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I, I know there's a lot of places that are going to be looking for coaches. I know Dortmund's probably not thrilled. Um, you know, Barcelona's kind of has like a, I don't know, it seems like a holdover. So I don't know. I don't know where you really go from here. I don't know 
you know, if you're a team looking for a manager, you've got Lampard, you've got Pirlo, you got Sari, you got Conte out there. I mean, <laughs> who do you, who out of that bunch would you really want uh, taking over your club? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it, uh, there was also rumors Pochettino might be going to another place other than Tottenham. I think there was rumors of Madrid, but now that Ancelotti is locked that up, I, I don't know where else he would go. Maybe Barcelona if they get rid of Ronald Koeman. I just feel like Koeman's not destined to be there any much longer. It was a very weird hiring for me. It was, and it doesn't seem like any of the players like him. Yeah. From all the rumors and stuff you can read. So. Well, that's the other thing that worries me. I'm like, well, if if, if Pep were to leave, I mean, Poach is, seems like on his way back to Tottenham. Like That would be the only other option like right now that I would even want to touch. I can't imagine like Sorry or Pirlo or somebody coaching at Man City. <laughs> well, you would you would just get Pochettino the next time he leaves Tottenham. Okay, yeah. And he would coach sense. City for a year, and then he wants to go back to Tottenham or PSG, <laughs> or go back to PSG. Yeah, start it all over again. I was gonna say Jim Curtin will probably be interested in the City job soon. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he's interested. <laughs> I don't think City is, but I think Jim Curtin would definitely be interested. Could you imagine they start for that money? You'd yeah. be like, "Yeah, I am going." At over this there. point, I would take Oscar Perea at uh, City. Just give me Curtin or Pereja, or uh, I don't want Bruce Arena. I don't think he gets along with people. He's old school manager. Mm. <laughs> give me his... Bob Bradley at City. That'd be great. Oh geez, yeah, he'd be breaking fragile players, dropping f bombs everywhere. <laughs> Get Michael Bradley over there. There you go. I still think Vincent Company is destined to be a city manager again sometime. I, I would probably stay away from these whole player. Yeah, I don't know. Former player coaches. Frank worked really well. Yeah, Frank got this team to a final, yeah. man. Yeah, that they lost. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Pep. Uh, see, this, the uh, it, it's all similar. Um. Yeah, so anything else to talk about? I feel like this is a very short episode because we're kind of at the point where nothing's going on. I was going to say you're in between where, I mean, you can have free signings leave for free, like Aguero Garcia left City. I saw um, mm-hmm. people can agree to contracts, like a Canate or however you say his Conte. Uh, uh, Matt will correct us. He's gone to Liverpool. But other than that, I was looking at like the transfers. There wasn't really anything significant um did we did we talk about yeah we talked about brentford going up right oh we didn't know brentford congratulations you are up to the uh to the premier league ivan tony grabbing 40 goals a a year in premier league next year (laughs) yeah they won the game uh the big Playoff game against Swansea 2 0. The reason why you thought we talked about it is because we were talking about it as stateside. we were recording the Saturday stateside episode. Nope. Uh, on uh, over the weekend as well, in the playoff, Blackpool beat Lincoln in the League One playoffs to move up to the championship. So, congratulations, Blackpool. And then the League One playoff was yesterday, and Morecambe. Beat Newport 1-0, and they're moving up to League One. So congratulations, Morecambe. 
<sighs> yeah. So now we just wait for the transfer window. Look what I, I, I love seeing what the, uh, I like seeing what the promoted teams do with their money. Um, that'll be interesting. I'm interested to see what Leeds will do. Um, it sounds like Leeds is willing to become kind of like a, which I think is brilliant model for them. Kind of like a Lester where you're like Rafina. I would be out there asking Liverpool, Hey, uh, how much, <laughs> uh, that's a, it seems to be a very successful model for uh, Leicester. And I think Leeds is good enough to do it. I think Bielsa is good enough to bring in certain players that he could have playing well at Leeds while, you know, staying mid table, um, which is all Leeds really needs to do for a couple of years to get some of this revenue. So that'll be interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it opens what this week, doesn't it? The transfer win. I think it's June. Yeah, I think so. We do have the Euros, though, so a lot of those players that are going to be at the Euros are probably not making any moves yet. Right. They're going to try to see out the tournament, usually. So It'll be Actually, a great... I think the window's July. Is it? I thought they I moved so. it up this year. No, I don't know. That's a good thing to know. Let me check. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Euros will be fun. It'll be a it'll be a late transfer window then it sounds like so July August as far as players moving but yeah I think it's June mm, I'm looking it up now June 9th yep so a week from tomorrow same day as Loki ah and then DK will DK will be a, a Chelsea or city striker. No, we won't. <laughs> Maybe Orlando City. Uh, <laughs> or Chelsea uh, that plays in Scotland. The sixth league team that plays. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, it's the adult league. The uh, Yeah, but they're going to uh, DK. Uh, Barnsley did not pick up his option, mainly because if it is $20 million, they can't afford it. Um, they can't afford much anyway because they did not get promoted. So they uh, – so – He's an official Orlando City player again. He's currently with the national team uh, for the Nations League roster. Did you see Gio got denied? Uh, yeah, I don't think he was going to go to the Gold Cup. Anymore. I don't think he was either. No. that's They said that one's going to be more of your MLS younger guys. Yeah. And yeah. said it'll be look it'll look a lot it'll look similar to like the US men's national team that played the U23 with a couple of additions that might have been Eric Williamson um missing from the roster itself. So who knows? That's a because that's an interesting time for like I guess these are the two months if you're gonna miss time for your MLS team, this would be a time to, to miss them because I know they like some of them will miss like a day or two a game. Yeah. So. The, the Gold Cup is not as important as the Nations League, so right. I'd rather put all my bas- eggs in the basket of the Nations League over the Gold Cup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess it's anything else you can think of that happened? No. I'm kind of think... at the point of the season where there's nothing left to really talk about. I was going to say not until the transfer window, but I think, like you said, it'll be a slower one because all those players are still traveling around with their European team, so they don't there's not going to be a lot of news, I don't think, on on that front. Um, maybe some of the older guys that aren't traveling with the teams, I guess. But yeah, it's a this was a fun season, um, not so fun ending, but uh, for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we are 
wrapped up our, our first full season of coverage on Stoppage Time Soccer Show. So if you want to reach out to us at Stoppage Show on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Stoppage Show. And uh, yeah, leave us with any feedback, any questions you have, anything you think we should cover for next season, anything that you thought worked or didn't work, let us know. And we will catch you next time, probably talking some Euros at some point. But have a great rest of your week. Kane has stolen it at the death. That's what he's there for. Thank you for listening to Stoppage Time Soccer Show. We hope that you continue to listen to our show and listen to us recap the English Premier League from our perspective. We'll also be talking some Champions League and any other leagues that impact world soccer.